Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined once again this week by Miles. Hello. Hello. Hi, Miles, and I'm also joined by Jackie. Hey. Hi, and the three of us uh, were, still are, a podcast <laughs> that likes to talk about the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime created by David Production and uh, running since 2012, but it's in a bit of a hiatus now. And we covered all of the JoJo episodes, and you can find all of our back catalog if you go to anchor.fm slash jjbpod. These days, we have been waiting to see if Stone Ocean will be adapted, and we've been taking suggestions from our listeners who tweet to us at jjbpod on Twitter, or uh, sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash jjbpod. And this week... We are covering something a few people have suggested, but this one was sponsored. We're covering the anime Haikyuu! Exclamation point, exclamation point. An anime about volleyball boys, to my surprise. <laughs> I thought we were going to compare it to Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. Yeah. No such thing. Are, can you not be any men in Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball? I think it's women only. I think that game in, in particular is women only. I'm going to write a screed online. <laughs> I'm going to write a big blog post. <laughs> about a fucking 15 year old game or whatever it is uh before we talk about haikyuu we need to take a stop into our <laughs> jowl gymnasium that's what i went why, with why jowl those are uh, jowls are like your jaw right You're like the parts that hang from your jaw yeah is this a very jolly show no it's we're gonna listen to correspondence we're gonna read emails where people talk when you oh, talk, your jowls are flopping around. Jowl is the talk part. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jowl gymnasium. I, sure. Uh, as uh, you may have inferred, these are emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. How could you not infer that? How could you not have figured that out? Uh, who wants to read the first email? It doesn't have to be me. It could be me. It's always you. All right, it's always me. <laughs> this first email is from Pamela. Or Pamela. I don't really know. Uh, and the subject line is, is it just me or does the live action Rohan look like he's here to seduce you? Hey guys, how's it going? I'm so happy so many people had you guys as top listens on Spotify. Yes, they did. You guys deserve all the love in the world. I don't use Spotify, so I can't join the club, sadly. Sorry, I spelled your name wrong before. Mark, won't happen again, I promise. So far, so good. Moving on, I recently saw a photo of the actor that plays Rohan and he was making a lot of eye contact and I think he is here to seduce us all. Or, like me, at least. I mean, it makes sense, because Rohan is pretty sexy, but again, I was not expecting the sexy eyes. Check out the photo I attached, and tell me you are not seduced, like, at least a little bit. I am definitely going to horny jail. Question. How do you feel about the live actions in general? I don't watch them, because I hate them, but tell me how you feel. What are some of your favorites? Side note, I think Vanilla Ice and Cars should model for L'Oreal Paris, because that hair is... Outstanding. Was that, did I sell that chef's kiss? Yes. Did you tell? Okay. Yeah. I felt like it was really front loaded and then I lost it on the, you know. Okay. Question two. Remember Josuke? He's a great guy, right? Yeah. So those two zippers on that yellow tank top thing he wears under his uniform, which looks great on him. Do you think they open up to pockets or like just to the skin of his chest? If it's the former option, do you think he stores his combs there? If it's the latter option, do you think it's to prevent his nipples from chasing when he runs? I know people who run have an issue with chafing, so maybe he decided to remove the clothing from the equation altogether. 
So every time Josuke is running, he stops off screen for a second to unzip the nips. <laughs> that is my headcanon now. What do you think, though? I find the combs more believable if I'm being honest. P.S. One of the artists I listened to the most in 2020 was the Gorillas. Anyone here a fan? Uh, yeah, I'd say it felt good uh, when I listened to the Gorillas. I, uh, I like them. I get it. You get it? I'm looking at this uh, picture of Rohan and... Uh, it's a good pose. I think it's very dramatic lighting that looks nice. Uh, I don't find him that sexy personally. I don't see Rohan as like a person who like who like I fucks you like that. He gives you off know, that energy, but not intentionally. Maybe he's yeah. He's very dismissive of other people. Yeah, mm. he's kind of a jerk. Except except Koichi. Maybe he's looking at Koichi. <laughs> he wants to fuck Koichi. No. Mm. No. That might be it. He's a jerk to Koichi, too. He doesn't give a shit about anybody except himself. Himself and bugs he can eat to draw them properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do we feel about live action? Like, I guess, live action adaptation of manga and anime. You can find out on episode, I don't know. Mm. I like them. You like them? I don't know. Just more, more content. More content is good. Can you think of a live action adaptation of uh, an anime? Or the Sailor Moon live action is really fucking good. PGSG? Pretty, yeah, pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Oh, it, the PGSM then. Yeah. <laughs> Sailor Goon. <laughs> it's really good. Okay. It's, that, that was a Japanese drama? It's, uh... It's it's like a, it's a I mean I guess it's I, well, a I mean drama. By, I just what do you mean, what do you call no, I what mean do you call Sailor Moon? It's not a drama. I'm saying it's not a sitcom. It's not a romance. Like I don't mean it's, it's like a, serious. I mean it's it's a it's drama a, show. No, I wouldn't call it a drama. I would say it's a uh, fantasy. Sure, that's it's a superhero show. I basically. mean drama in the really loose. Sense, it's like a superhero but, show. Gotcha. Okay. There's no drama. <laughs> no, that's not what drama means. It's just it's action, action adventure. Mark, it's, it's action. like if I said it's a narrative Mark, or something. It's, it's action adventure. Okay, <laughs> you're still getting too specific, but it's not a drama. Fine. What is drama? A drama is like serious. This, no, this show is not serious. It's silly. Moving on. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's great. Um. There are probably other ones that aren't terrible. I like when they get real loose with it, with the adaptation, and they do something weird and stupid, like Ichi the Killer. Mm. I enjoy that movie, because it's like, yeah, yeah, we get it. We're not going to be the manga. If you want to get like insight into Sato Maso and all that freaky shit, you can just read the comic. It already exists. But for the movie, we're just going to make uh, Tadanobu Asano look really cool, uh, and we're going to have a bunch of gross, you know, fake blood and jizz in this stylish looking movie. Okay. Jackie, you're furrowing your brow. Yeah. There I was, don't remember the jizz. In the first five minutes of the movie. It's okay. There. It's like the title sequence. It's been a long time. It's disgusting. Cool. Um, So I like Ichi the Killer, not for that last <laughs> part of the movie that I referenced. Um, Besides that, yeah, like I saw Takashi Miike's done a bunch of those. He's the guy who directed Ichi the Killer. He cranks out like two movies a year or something insane. We'll see if COVID-19 slowed him down. He did the Crows movie, so Crows Zero. Um, I didn't really like that. I felt like it was a little over the top. I saw like, he didn't do Death Note, but I saw like a scene from Death Note and was like, this is too over the top. It's like, I don't know. It's tricky because I feel like comics and anime are supposed to be 
exaggerated because you're not looking at real people. You can't see subtlety, so they have to make everything very loud and explosive. But then when you see real people doing that, it feels like you're being condescended to. You know, that's how I feel. I think if you're a fan of the original, whatever it is, more content is always good as long as they're treating it with respect and they're not being like stupid about it. Okay. I don't know. Like the Max Paint movie, apparently. Was but they bad. got Mark Wahlberg, a huge actor. Yeah. Well, apparently, they're, you know, like when people try to adapt something and it turns out really bad because they're just like trying to cash in on the popularity. Oh, that's that like sucks. every single video game movie. Right. That's ever existed. Where you look at it and it's like, it almost seems like they looked at the source material as a reference to not include any of that in the movie. It's just so strange that no one can even be bothered to read a synopsis or something. I think it's getting better. I say that with very little evidence. But sometimes you can still create a good thing. Like, so for example, um, what was that movie that we liked, Mark? Um, the one... Brokeback Mountain? The one they uh, they go into like a it's a bunch of women scientists that go that go into oh annihilation annihilation apparently that movie has nothing to do with the or very little to very do with little the book yeah because he read the book a long time ago and then he wrote the screenplay play years later without revisiting it so he didn't really remember and he filled in gaps wherever yeah yeah but intentionally it still was a good, but it was, it was still a good movie. Yeah, he did that intentionally, and the author uh, liked the movie. Mm. So, but that's just because everyone acknowledged, like, this is not the same thing. Yeah. And most importantly, the script that he wrote was good. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So it's like... <laughs> it still has to be good, yeah. You can't be like, oh, this is a loose adaptation. And it's like, this story sucks. I hate all mm-hmm. the characters. I don't know what happened. Like, well, okay, then that makes that makes for a bad movie no matter what. Miles, do you like any live-action adaptations of anything? Like... Anything? Anything? Anything um, I like for Tinker you. Taylor Soldier Spy. Oh, yeah? I don't know anything about that. That was a book or something first or an anime? Mm-hmm. Was it an anime? No. Oh. It was a mystery. It was a... No, not a mystery. Like a spy novel series by John le Carre. Uh, it wasn't like Tinker Chan, <laughs> Toil, Poon, no. Soldier, Tinkerbell... I did watch Dragon Ball Evolution in theaters, but it was bad. That seemed really bad. It looked like ass. But it had future shameless stars, Emmy Rossum and that guy. Oh, okay. Justin something. I think for your other question, Pamela, about Josuke's zippers, I don't think they do anything. I think they're for fashion. Yeah, I think they they move down the the zip tread, but they don't open anything. I'm sorry. That's what I think as well. If I had to pick, though, I would say his combs. Mm. Miles, you you are a runner. Do you ever wear nip pads, nip covers? No, I think if you wear the right material shirt, you can avoid chafing, Mm. which I used to not always do. Where I chafe is uh, my undercarriage, like between, like beneath my balls. Oh, (laughs) okay. That's where I really. I don't know how you managed to do that. You should get a zipper down there. Yeah, that would help. And then you just what shove I, a bunch of tissues. What I do tissues. is just slather a bunch of Vaseline between okay, my okay. legs. All right. To, to make it smoother. <laughs> I and that helps. That's good. And now the whole podcast knows. Yeah. The whole world knows. <laughs> uh, so there's your answer. That's what it is. But yeah, it's for fashion. Thanks like, for asking. Like a bunch like girls jeans 
mostly in the, I feel I don't know if they still do this. Definitely in the 90s though. You'd buy jeans that had like buttons and zippers and like like a bunch of like doodads on it, like little um I don't know. Accessories, bedazzlements. Like, little, little little like they look like they should be functional but they don't do anything that was the 2000s was like or pockets pockets that aren't real <laughs> the 2000s was like belt and zipper just yeah everywhere yeah yeah um it was uh, it was a good time who wants to read the next email i will the next email is from kenny and the subject line is the show we watched last week bake monogatari and Kenny says, hey guys, loved the last episode you did on Bakemonogatari. I'm really happy I paid you to watch it because it showed me, once again, why I love this show so much. You did a great job summarizing, with an S, the show, and explaining the style, especially Mark, who even noticed the red outlines and all mm-hmm. the cultural references. Yeah. Good eye, Mark. I watched Bakemonogatari a few years ago for the first time, and it really spoke to me. Because Araragi is way more relatable to me than any other protagonist of all the anime I've ever watched. Wow. I think of it as a really funny show with really dark tones and complex themes like depression, homosexuality, and especially not being truthful about your feelings and facing your fears. I could talk for hours about this show, but I still want you to read this so I won't. Just keep watching and you'll know what I mean. About some of the questions you had. One. The anime is totally out of order considering the timeline. The backstory of Araragi, Meme Oshino, and Kishat I think it's Asarola, Meme. Meme Oshino, and Kishat Asarola Orion, Heart Under Blade, aka Shinobu, who you totally did forget to mention, and who is the vampire that turned Koyomi, is told in the three Kizomonogatari movies. Watching these three really helps to get the rest of the anime. Two, I don't like it that they subtitle the flashing text in some scenes. The second time I watched the anime, I read them all, but in the German subtitle version I've watched, they replaced all of the kanji with Latin letters. The text is pretty interesting, but like Mark said, mainly stylistic. About Jackie's question concerning psycho anime girls, probably not the only one telling you this, but the queen of Yandere is definitely you know from Mire Nikki. Watch it if you want Stockholm. Stockholm Syndrome Boys and Hot Girls on a Killing Spree. Oh, I'm all about this. All right, I'll put it on the list. Yeah. Sorry for the nerdy email. Keep up the good work and stay safe. No, that's what we want the nerdy emails. Send us your nerdy emails. That was a good nerd. That was a good email because you talked about an anime that we watched and answered our (laughs) and about our podcast. You answered some questions that we had. Yeah, this is a nerdy podcast in nature, and we're nerds. Just not always nerds for anime, unfortunately. To everyone's I'm a jock. Everyone's, <laughs> Miles is the yeah. jock of this podcast. It's true. We know that because of his preparation for running, that he doesn't <laughs> chafe his gooch. It's good I to know. I like sports anime. <laughs> yeah, well, you're in luck. Um, moving on, uh, Jackie. All right, this next email is from... Uh, Aura slash Willie slash whatever name you prefer to use. Okay, we'll call you uh, Aura. Hello, JJB Pod gang. I hope that you've all been well. I am one of the patrons who had requested for you guys to watch Haikyuu, so I hope you all enjoyed it at least a little bit as it is one of my favorites of recent memory. Personally, I just enjoy the dynamic between all the characters and their development and struggles throughout the story 
It's just one wonderful ride of emotions and hype. Question, what mundane everyday activity, volleyball, gardening, candy making, etc., would make for a good focus for an anime that you'd watch? Anyway, this episode will come during my birthday week, so it will be a nice treat for me to listen to admit studying for my five different finals. Yay, pharmacy school. So thank you for indulging in my anime request, and thanks for all the content you make in general. Happy holidays to the three of you and the rest of the listeners. Yay, thank you. Yay. Uh, Pleasant email. I I would call for, not call, I would watch an anime about stamp collecting. That's, That's what I would watch. That's a hobby that your dad enjoys. It's a hobby that my dad is very entrenched in the world of. Do you think he would watch it? I would make him do it. <laughs> he would not be like, oh, I heard about this. Now I'm going to sit down and watch it. Like, I think he would just, his brain would not understand and would not care. Yeah. But I would make him watch it and then hear him just be like, that was interesting. Mm. I'd be like, all right, fine. But it would be, it would be fun. I like, even though I know more about stamp collecting than most people and still don't know much. Um, I like anime that teach me about nuance, little minutia, which is one of the reasons why Jojo is good is because of that. And another reason why I'm interested in that, 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 uh, manga that say told us about that explains how those manga magazines work behind the scenes. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I can't wait to learn. Is that on our list? Yes, it is. Okay, good. I just don't know the name right now. It's like, it begins with a B. Or oh, a D. I think it's b- 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 base. B or D. Anyway, um, Miles, what an- what topic would you like to see an anime about? Mund- okay, mundane- I want to watch an anime in which Mark inherits uh, no. a rundown house in the middle of nowhere, and for reasons that are initially <laughs> unknown to us, decides to restore it himself with no help. Oh, uh, it's a very short comic because i get mauled by a bear <laughs> after forgetting to close the door or something um man i hope that I hum doesn't it. pick up i would like one well the, i guess this isn't mundane but i would like one about something that i know a lot about which is programming and and software development i think i would like to watch women in tech at in i don't know deal with dumb shit Mm. at work but that's not mundane what's mundane I, i'm sorry i do think that's mundane is it yeah okay yeah it's mundane compared to like yeah vampires. it's not it's not yeah it's not vampires action it's robots. not firefighters dealing with spontaneous human combustion or mm-hmm. you know whatever haircut villains but it's not like a like a boring hobby you know oh, i guess it next could be. email i guess it could be <laughs> uh wait, wait, wait i want to think of another one uh no oh you know what no never mind oh that's it would you watch a cooking anime those are out there um but that's like a mundane thing you know if we're going off gardening and blah 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 no no right no yeah i don't like watching people cook when i can't help and i can't taste the food yeah all right, this next email is from Chad. Uh, the subject is, this email is going to mostly be suggestions and pictures of a mug. That's fine. Aloha, JJB pod crew. After watching the first three episodes of Haikyuu, I can see why it's such a popular series among fans of shonen anime. 
I'll probably keep watching it to see how things advance and how they grow the cast. It actually reminded me of another unlikely sports anime that I enjoyed called Hinomaru Zumo. That show's about a high schooler who wants to become a pro sumo wrestler, but the two shows share a lot of similar story beats and tropes while still drawing you into a sport not everyone may be familiar with. After watching the first three episodes of Bake Monogatari, I need to recommend to anyone that enjoyed it or felt like it came up a little short to please, please, please go watch Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. It uses science in place of folklore, but has awesome dialogue and very likable characters, in my opinion. Question. Ever come across a piece of anime merch somewhere unexpected? A while back, I found this Haikyuu mug for a character that shows up later in the series, I guess, at my local Goodwill. <laughs> and yeah, it's a red mug that says Nekoma Kenma Kozuke on it. And, and then it has, you know, kanji that looks like a sports uniform. So I was like, okay, yeah, this is probably for the manga. But at first I'm like, I don't know if this is really about. And then the last picture is the inside of the cup. Mm-hmm. And it's a manga or anime character. It's like a panel. And the text says, Eto something Okawari, which means like seconds, please, or refill. Hmm. Um, I don't know who this character is, but yeah, I think that your goodwill had uh, an anime mug, and I don't know who would give this up. Uh, oh, then Chad finishes with saying, anyway, keep up the great show and stay safe. Mahalo, Chad. Mahalo, Chad, rather. Thank you, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. I hope you bought this mug. Because, um, you know, how often do you finish coffee and then go, well, this anime boy wants more? Maybe I do, too. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I've come across anime merch, though, like that. Not that I can recall. I, I mean, I remember being surprised as a kid when like Pokemon stuff first showed up in stores mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't know why. I guess I just thought of it as a card game or video game or something. And then seeing something talk about my hobbies, video games and stuff was like, whoa. And now it's just fucking everywhere. Yeah, I remember that with Pokemon. I remember and Sailor Moon to a lesser extent. But I remember we used to go into like our local stores and there was a lot of bootleg uh, Pokemon stuff. Oh, yeah. That, it was all like yeah. definitely fake, like things are spelled wrong. Um, and I think I had, I bought a little box, a little like jewelry box of Pikachu, uh, but it was very bootleg. I don't remember the what about it. The eyes are pointing in different directions and shit. Uh, something was off about I think it looked more like Ditto than Pikachu. Like I had those weird Ooh. eyes, I think a little Ooh. bit. Um, there was something wrong with it, but I still liked it. All right. Well, I hope you can find that. <laughs> I don't know. Miles, in your tra- travels and travails, have you encountered this sort of thing? I don't think so. No, that sucks. Way to really bring the perspective. Yeah, thanks for asking, Chad. <laughs> uh, again, those are uh, those are our emails. Um, that was Jowl's Gymnasium. If you want to write emails about Haikyuu or an anime you think is really important that we watch you can email jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com com i knew it great job i'll sync that up in post don't worry <laughs> you know what i'll do i'll put it five minutes late so yes. you just seem like a real klutz uh as mentioned previously we have a patreon it's patreon.com slash jjb pod you can go there and just give us a dollar a month that is helpful we have to uh you know use a bunch of streaming services I'm not going to justify it. I don't need to explain it. We just like money. Um, For $3, you will get our eternal gratitude. And I will demonstrate this by thanking you right now. Thank you. Caden, Celeste, Austin, Tim, Tyler, Michael, Martin, Kevin, and Chad. 
Uh, you make the show more possible. <laughs> Way more possible. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I don't want to say they make it possible. Yeah. You know, because I think we would do it anyway. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's got more legs this way. Okay. We also have a tier where for 15 bucks or more, if you're a real nut, uh, just for one month, one time, just activate it once, turn it off. I don't care. Um, we'll watch three episodes of an anime of your choosing, which is pretty much what all of December is because people have been great. Uh, that's why we watched. Been great. That's why we watched Bakemonogatari last week. That's why we're talking about Haikyuu this week. Uh, and we have some exclusive content there. Um, much like uh, you know, JoJo's is full of references, and you're like, "What is Steely Dan? What is Diver Down?" Um, we we can't shut up about shit that isn't related to the anime we talk about each week. So Miles has a newsletter where he breaks down, or eh, mostly just links to the various cultural references we do on the show. Uh, I post extra show notes and the occasional extra uh, audio file or something. So, yeah. I don't work very hard on it. That's okay. It's okay. Let's take a break, and then we'll talk about Haikyuu. Okay. All right, let's talk about volleyball. Or... Volleyball. Also known as Haikyuu in Japan. Is that what the name of the sport is? Yes, it does. It's oh. well, it's the Japanese name for volleyball, but no one says that. If they're talking about volleyball in Japan, they say volleyball. Oh, really? You know who likes this show? Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. I'm allergic to facts. Who likes this show, Miles? Who likes it? I like this show. Oh. I watched five eps. I was what? thinking that you might. Why? Miles, is it true you only like sports anime? Am I am I really just a jock? (laughs) I think so. Like, can I not get into things that don't involve like dudes high fiving? I don't know. Yeah. What did you like about the show, Miles? Because I found it boring. (laughs) I thought I (laughs) I thought it was really well animated. I thought I like was i found myself rooting for the for both of the main characters and like i liked the idea of like an odd odd couple trying to make it work together yeah um to succeed i don't know i just it intrigued me and i wanted to know how they did Mm. i also liked this show but do worry that i might find it boring because it's kind of long and and sports i like but i don't know if that's enough I started out finding it boring. I, I will say by the end of the third episode, I was like, okay, I care about the characters now. Mm. Whereas like when it first started, I was like, what's going on? Do I care about these characters? And now I kind of care about them and I kind of want to see them uh, work as a team, you know, and grow. Like you can kind of see where each of them like needs to grow and like how they can complement each other and help each other grow. And I like... Teamwork is nice. I like teamwork. So. Yeah, it's it's a team sport, and we are starting to see a bigger roster. But yeah, yeah, the dynamic right now is just the minimum amount of characters that you need to have to do teamwork, which is two. Mm-hmm. You know, but you build it from there. But by only having two, as opposed to giving equal time to eight kids or whatever, you're able to get really specific and focus on them and make them fully fleshed out characters. I want to know why the main boy, the redhead, why why is he so into volleyball? 
Uh, Why is he so into volleyball? Because he saw it on TV one day when he was going through town. He saw this high school and there was this little, little giant who mm. was star of the show. Okay. What if? I guess that's all it takes. Like, he looks up to this little giant, but what if he has a huge growth spurt like his sophomore <laughs> year? Oh. Like 6'4". Mm. And he just, like the, the comic, he's just like, I'm going to play basketball. <laughs> and the comic just switches he's like fuck this like some like one girl is like oh basketball players are hot and he's like guys i don't know if i can make it to volleyball mm-hmm. today uh it's kind of stupid anyway um i think that this show what what i noticed just from the three eps we watched is that i agree that it's extremely well animated and it's a lot of facial expressions mm. it's very character heavy but i think the facial expressions really help drive that home um, and he seems to want to humanize everybody, the author, I mean, because no one feels, there's certainly some tropes, like as soon as that one guy with the short hair and the widow's peak came out, um, what's his name? Nakata? You were like, Tanaka. this guy's trouble. I was like, this guy's trouble. He's going to, he's going to have the weirdest, most rolled R's accent. Um, I don't understand. It's like this weird Yakuza thing. I don't really understand the, the culture of it. I see. But uh, yeah. Um, I suddenly can't think of any stereotypical Yakuza phrases that have a lot of R's, but Nani Ushteru, you know? I see. Stuff like that. Um, but besides that, though, we see like multiple sides to each character. Like in that first game, in the first episode, even Kageyama, who's kind of the villain, like his teammates... And we see them talking to each other and being like, why does he care so much? And that's only there so he has something to react off because we're telling his story. But mm. at the same time, you know, they're not just like, I don't know, the Icelandic team from Mighty Ducks 2 or whatever, that they're just like all somehow an evil high school sports yeah. team, like <laughs> despite them also just being children who want to win in real life. Uh, so I, I think that made this show certainly likable. Um you know, the kid is an underdog, obviously. He's not built for the sport. And he's very new to it. Like, he just really wants to play, but there was no team. So he tried to get people to play. And, like, he's very, he's just very inexperienced, but he has a lot of potential. So I yeah. think that that's interesting. But, like, you know, when, when in the first episode, when we see him play, it's like his first time, like, he, he hadn't even done, like, a scrimmage. Like, he hadn't even been in front of a net it sounded like like that was his first time like just playing in front like that was the, their team's first time like playing in front of a net i i don't think that because they, they were knew, playing in the hallway and stuff they knew some stuff yeah but they knew but they didn't know a lot they did not know a lot but stuff. i think this was just their first official game yeah it's i think it's their first time playing but i think they've played in front of a net right i don't know maybe i'm it wrong sounded but it, like they would they didn't get the gym i just don't something. know how you explain to someone like you're a setter you know yeah or this is how you serve if you don't even have a net i mean i guess you could do it but it seems like a net is not that hard a thing to find or or build i mean like like in a real like proper yes. like gymnasium yes like i, I with, think that's with true. all the right proportions and yes. height and stuff like that i think so too like official official setup you know what else it is too i like volleyball i liked i remember i only played in high school but i always liked it I like Mm -hmm. volleyball, and I have to say that I think watching this, one of the reasons why I like volleyball is there's no running. Yeah. There's not, like when I watch a soccer game, that's football for people in Europe. When I watch a soccer game, I'm like just tired. 
looking at it. Like when someone, when like the defense kicks it down the field, I would just be like, no, I'm going home. I'm not doing this. I'm not running this huge fucking field down. It's enormous. When you watch soccer, you're like, that is too big. Either half of the team is sick or this is a really stupid proportion. I don't know why. No breaks either. Forget about it. Yeah. It's very, very silly. I had some bad experiences in gym class with volleyball only because like that was one that I wanted to play, Um, Mm. you know, and the the boys are just obnoxious and they they won't let the girls play like 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 the ball is like coming towards me. I'm ready to hit it. And some boy just like runs in front of me and like and I'm like, all right, well, I guess like what's even the point (laughs) of me being here? (laughs) Sounds like a gym teacher didn't do their job. Let me just get out of your way. sir um Um, but yeah (laughs) i remember senior year our classmate i don't know if i should say her name say it and i'll figure it out later (laughs) our classmate denise uh that's fine like we were picking teams and she picked me first and everyone was like oh why would you pick miles first because i was like a small like unathletic looking guy right Mm -hmm. but I was pretty nasty at serving. <laughs> uh, like I, I served underhand. I wasn't like a real volleyball player, but I could serve pretty accurately. And my strategy was to aim at like wallflower type people who clearly didn't want to play. There you uh, go. That's how I scored a lot of points. There you go. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. Vol- Our team was pretty good. Nice. And then you had a growth spurt and you started playing basketball. Yeah. Forget volleyball. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, volleyball is like... I don't know. I feel like I had mixed feelings on it. When you get a serve right, it feels good. But uh, I felt like for me, that was like one out of eight times that I would actually get it what right. What I didn't like about it was it stings your like hands. Yes. If you play it too long. They, they kind bad. of hint on that in the show too. When uh, Kageyama says to Shoyo, when he says to Froyo, uh, something like, and then we should stop and they zoom in and there's like big red marks on his wrists. And I was mm. like, yeah, I remember that feeling. Um, it's not good. Let me give some a background uh, about the show. Um, so Haikyuu is about volleyball. No. Um, yeah. Haikyuu is a manga that ran from 2012 to 2020. It is written by someone. I was going to say written by a man, but it's written by someone named Haruichi Furudate. Uh, Wait, it's just stopped this year? I believe so, yeah. And they maybe you know, it might be the thing where there's like an immediate sequel, but yeah. Forty two compilation books. Um but uh yeah, apparently they've never talked about the author's gender, but uh they tend to use masculine pronouns in the official Viz translation. I guess he talks about himself or something, but um and um Haruichi was a volleyball player in high school. They were the mid blocker, apparently was their position. Um, something that, you know, I was just looking up like, okay, well, who is this author? What else have they written? Cause sometimes you find out like, oh, they wrote a bunch of, you know, popular sports stuff that doesn't quite seem to be the case here. But the first comic that Haruichi Hurudate created is called King Kid. And I was like, maybe King is like, you know, how there's the mm-hmm. king of the court or whatever. So I look up the description of King Kid and well, here it is. King Kid protects his town from the evil mayor, Cinnamon. But what will happen when God gets sick? This sounds like Adventure Time. (laughs) This sounds like a Cartoon Network. Well, uh, I ask you guys, what will happen when God gets sick? I don't know. Like, 
2020, baby. (laughs) There you go. Then everyone gets sick. I just tried to look that up to see if I could like back it up on another site because I think that was on Anime News Network. And uh, Google is just full of like people struggling with faith. Why does God allow sickness? Is it Mm. sometimes God's will for believers to be sick? I don't know. It's just a bunch of like religious people in bed with the flu being like, fuck, why? So anyway, just if you're like, what else did they write? Nothing. They wrote Haikyuu and that's it. Uh, But yeah, extremely popular uh, sports manga. Uh, This anime was done by production IG. um, And I think they did a great job. But yeah, this this anime came out in 2014 and I believe is still running, but they keep renaming each season. Miles, what, what was season four called? What's the recent one? I think like to the top or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, right. Production IG did uh, the new FLCL uh, shows. They did Blood Sea. Well, that's not anything, is it? Is Blood Sea? The new Prince of Tennis, uh, Holic. Uh, they've done a lot of shit. Um, by that I mean stuff. Blood Plus, Crow Marty High School, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, and something in here that I I feel like they did something that we watched recently. And I, you know what? We may never know. Oh, right. We did watch Please Save My Earth, right? Did we watch that? No. Ah, fuck. I don't think so. Anyway. And yeah, there are a bunch of anime movies as uh, the emailer. Oh, no, no. That's true for Bakemonogatari. But there's a bunch of anime movies for this show as well. Um, yeah, as far as Jojo connections go, um, Hiren Kageyama, the tall guy who's a little bit broody, almost seems like an evil character in the beginning. Uh, he, I was like, he's a Jojo character. Mm. And he is not at all a big character like I thought. He is Sale, one of the first bad guys we see in part five of jojo who has the Kraftwerk stand a very ugly stupid stand where he taps the bullets like he can freeze things in place and then give them stored kinetic energy and then they use that energy it's not that good i barely remember this guy that's a a zelda power it is yeah it's kinesis stasis stasis yeah you ever stand on one of those doors and hit it you ever do that no it's fun all right. I mean, you don't. You don't. You don't know what's going to happen. Anyway, Miles. Uh, so you beat Breath of the Wild. That's right. Sounds like. Um, did you do any bullshit ways to get through those shrines, like the marble rolling shrines and stuff? Did you cheat through those? Uh, the marble rolling shrine. I'm sure I didn't do it. right. I definitely did. Okay. Once I found that you could rotate the maze over so it's just a blank board and then just sort of smack the ball into the hole. I, oh, I didn't do that. I, yeah. With those, I usually just like flailed until it worked out for me. Yeah. There's also one dungeon where there's fire shooting all over the place, but you can just come back to it later in the game when you have flameproof armor and then you just walk through it. I oh, like that. That makes sense. I love that that shit is in there. Anyway. What, what, what does this have to do with volleyball? Oh, in Zelda, you can hit things <laughs> into the air. We just need stuff for the newsletter. Okay. That's what it is. No, I just wanted to talk about video games with my old friend Miles. Um, yeah, so let's talk about gender. This... What? This anime is about... Boys. Bo- boys volleyball, and they acknowledge a bit like, eh, they're like, it's not that popular a sport. When he mm-hmm. goes to first start a sport, 
And that was something I really liked about him too. Is I and, and something you don't see that often. There's just someone is trying. Voiced, by the way, is he voiced by a girl? Because he sounds like a girl. You know, I'm not sure. I don't think so, though. Oh, the other jo- JoJo voice connection is Tanaka, the troublemaker senior, is Smokey from JoJo Part 2. <laughs> um, but what's his name? Shoyo Hinata. I will find out for you now. Um, oh, played by someone named Ayumu Murase, who's a boy. What? 31 years old. Why does he sound like, like a girl? Our high school had a girls volleyball team, but not a boys volleyball team. Right. In this mm-hmm. case, he's joining a club and then they're like, you could either just do it as a club club, meaning you're not playing other towns. There's no circuit or whatever. I don't think. Or you can join the girls club. And he's like, no, I'll do it myself. Does, does volleyball? I feel like volleyball doesn't need to be broken up by gender. Like, I don't see a reason. Why can't you just have a, a co-ed? volleyball well because the boys get in the way of the girls you said it yourself that's true well they could also we just, just stop can't help that. ourselves well the, i think the, i think the problem there is you don't trust the girls to to you know hit the ball but no nah, that, that kid's just an asshole is what it is he just wants to hit the ball and knows maybe. you're not going to fight but if him. you're on a team with people like you can't do that right you know you yeah. have to like you have you have your own area to cover you can't like i was joking you yeah. know what i mean you can't run the whole court so um i think it's there are like so a, a lot of sports i don't think you need to break up by gender mm-hmm. but there's just like this conventional wisdom that men are going to have more muscle mass on average mm-hmm. than women so even though it's like you could just let people try out and play their best and you'd mm-hmm. have women in the pga golf tournament mm-hmm. um and whatever it's like right on is, average is golf, is golf also broken up by gender? yeah it's ladies pga versus pga that's so stupid it seems that way <laughs> Go ahead, Miles. I think there was a case of a woman breaking into, like, qualifying for the men's tournament. Mm. But, like, yeah, it's just a matter of, like, the distance that you can Mm. drive the ball. Right. And in volleyball, you do have upper body strength that sometimes comes into play. I mean, it's like a lot of it, no, but I guess spiking, maybe? But even Mm. then, yeah, how different could it be? Um, maybe some of it is just traditional gender shit where they're like, well, men would knock women over or something. You men know? are going to go too hard. And yeah, we um, got to protect the ladies who are playing field hockey and rollerball and breaking yeah. each other's jaws and know. shit. I don't play sports. So what do I know? <laughs> yeah. I just think that if it is a thing where, and I mean, I have no fucking idea. It might just be tradition, but with more contact sports like football, mm-hmm. the law of averages is, is like, you'll have women that could get into the same league as men, but mm-hmm not enough so it's like why not just have a ladies league mm-hmm. where it's like all women and then all men now that's becoming less and less useful as gender becomes less of a binary and less of a clear-cut thing so these questions are not fully answerable by anyone at this point in time i don't think but if i had to guess it's just like on average men can jump higher height is a thing right mm-hmm. on average oh, height. M- men are taller yeah. they can smack yeah, the shit official- harder nets are different at the highest level like the net height is different at the highest level of volleyball did you just mm-hmm. look that up or do you know that shit i just looked that up right now you son of a is that true with uh w- women basketball probably not i don't know. i don't think so actually i think the the net is at the same height ah. um yeah so i don't know it, it doesn't it certainly doesn't feel like yeah. top three sports that need to be separated you know like like men and women bowling and shit mm-hmm. no offense to sexist bowlers i guess um but uh 
fair question. Volleyball yeah. players, write in and tell us why. You- I guess that makes sense, though, if there's like a kind of like average, especially for height, like if there's like an, you know, you're, you're, you have a league that's kind of like the average height of, but then again, you could also have like a tall league and a short league and have like short men play in the short league with some of the women. But then you don't you get know? these underdog stories where it's a little tiny Muggsy Bogues jumping up there, <laughs> fucking up. Uh, I guess, but you could have a lady underdog, tiny girl with a spunky, agile attitude. You, you know? could, you could. We're missing out on that a- too. Girl trying out for the boys' volleyball team, which is probably an MTV True Life episode. Or an anime. Um, but then, you know, then then if you're a lady wanting to play volleyball, you don't want everyone to just be like, and she's a lady. Wowie wow. You know? Yeah. You just play <laughs> with other women and be remarkable for your skills or something. But I don't know. Plus, uh, how do you, uh, you know, how do you handle the locker room situation? How do you bond? How do you do it? Men, when we're in the team sports locker rooms, we're slapping each other's balls around and stuff. You know, whatever. Like the guys can, uh, the guys can like fondle each other's balls in like the boys locker room and the girls can like sip tea or whatever in the ladies locker room. Nice save. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it'll be like the scene in Starship Troopers where you're like, wow, a co-ed shower and no one's being awful. But uh, these questions and more will not be answered by this podcast. Anyway, um, so the show, I, I really liked the idea of seeing someone struggle really hard to get a team together. And it's not like everyone is just totally adversarial being like, you're never going to play volleyball show you fuck you. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You can't play volleyball. Instead, they're like trying their best. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm sorry, I'm, I suck, but you just really wanted me to be on the team. And I think that's what makes him likable, too, is what he nice has all friends. these. He yeah. has friends. People like him. You know, he's not just like a weird loner who's new to the area, although yeah. he is when he gets to high school in a way. You know, he doesn't have his friends there anymore. Yeah. Um, but I like that story, too, when he was like, yeah, and my friends were setters. And he's like, but he said something weird. He's like, that's why they're my friends and not teammates or something. Mm. I was like, well, that's sort of a weird way to think of it, but maybe that's what he's going to learn, right? Is that his teammates can be friends. Um, I consider you guys friends and not teammates. Okay. Thanks, that's Miles. Good. I guess I'll take that. Um, it is also fun when they're like, how tall are you? And they're like six foot and they're like, whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, no, oh, it's not that tall. Is it? Is it tall? Um, I am not six feet though. Jackie measured me. Mm-hmm. Uh, several days ago. Did you think you were? I wondered. I'm 5'11 and change, apparently. I'm just under the, the mark, which is why I'm going to start using a metric so that it doesn't seem like there's this huge cutoff, you know? Mm. If I'm just 175 or whatever the fuck centimeters, it won't be like... Like, if you, were, if you were on a dating website, you'd still put six feet. It would say a lot about my personality if I wrote like 5'11.6 or, yeah. you know... <laughs> was like just under six foot you'd be like this fucking guy (laughs) um i don't know i don't think i would put my height i think that's a weird thing now that we have a house we could um do that thing that people do on tv where they mark the notches of a door with like your height for ourselves yeah we're not growing (laughs) you're you're not growing. we would just draw the same line for years (laughs) maybe smaller (laughs) yeah just as we shrink and hunch over i don't know (laughs) you don't know I don't know how it works. I always see it on TV. They do it for children to show how tall yeah. the children are getting. They don't do it for the parents. No, they don't. <laughs> no, it's the children who are we're growing done growing. Oh, we're done. I want to grow. Well, 
We got to get you the surgery they do in Gattaca. Write it down, Miles. G-A-T-T-A-C-A. All right. It makes it feel bad when you tell me to write it down. I know, but it, it's such perfect fodder. Um, Miles, what the fuck do they mean? At some point in the show, he says something like, they don't even have a libero. So a libero, I know that is a soccer position, like a soccer role, only be- from playing thousands of hours of football manager, but I don't know what it is in volleyball. But in soccer, it's like a defender, but who has like a free role to roam around the field. Ah, that's pretty sick. I just, I Googled it because you didn't sound sure. And libero is not a starter. They are strictly a back row player and can only be replaced by the same player it replaces. So yeah, it seems like a um, a pinch hitter or something uh, to use another sports thing where it's just like they're brought in. They're like a hired gun. Oh, okay. So the rest of the team has to rotate positions every time, like on a regular basis. Oh, okay. Libero can stay in the back the whole time. Right. Libero, like liberty, like freedom. Like they don't have to fucking rotate. They just chill. Okay. Chill, bro. Well, we learned something. The name of the town, by the way, is Karasuno, which means like crows, like crow apostrophe S. And I think that's why you see a crow a lot in episode one. Every time they show the king, Kageyama, jumping, you see like flowers, flowers. You see like black feathers from a crow. Um, yeah, and I liked how, uh, yeah, episode one moved really fast and it didn't like make us sit through five episodes of a slog where he tries to get the team together. It's just like, yeah, it happens. Here they are at their first and last game together. They get their asses kicked, but they try really hard. Um, then there's a montage where it shows him training in the ways the only ways he can which is to not play on an official team he plays with like women's um what do you call it miles leagues that are just like hobbies they're not like part of school like uh what do you call it recreation yeah 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 like recreational teams whose names i spot i spotted they were like the karasuno beauties um and then he does finally get into high school uh so he's leaving all his friends behind but uh He's excited that the high school actually has a boys volleyball team and he runs into the same guy that was uh, on the opposing team when he was in that middle school tournament. And so, yeah, it's like one's a tall guy who's very sort of aggressive and full of himself and wants to be like the kind of team captain position. He's very like independent. Like he wants to he doesn't he doesn't feel like he relies on other people. He wants to be kind of like the star. Um, Yeah, he wants to tell everyone else what to do. Yeah. And by nature, he thinks that's individualistic. He thinks that like everyone has to listen to him and he doesn't have to cooperate with anybody else. And Shoyo just wants to spike and doesn't like Kagayama, I guess because he's probably just intimidated by him. Mm. And he just wants to, he also is full of himself. He uses the, he addresses him and pretty much everyone with Omai in the first episode. Wait, you think their little redhead boy is full of himself? Yeah. Why? He's arrogant. Like I said, he, he he thinks everyone's like beneath him. Like he challenges everyone where he's like, hey, we're going to beat you. We're going to win. Or oh, I thought he was just being like a spunky kid. Well, one person spunky he, kid is another person. I, I think he's piece like of shit, um, full of himself. Arrogant like, prick. I think deep down he knows that he sucks because he does like like he's not good I yet. I don't think he's, he's not good yet. But I think that he he's like, I'm going to like, I'm going to just try really hard. I think he's like 
to me he embodies like growth mindset of like i'm gonna get really good and i believe in myself you know and i'm gonna yeah, you know he's, if he's I rude just, to other players if i just try really hard you, you find i found him rude in the first episode oh yeah he just says like hey you guys and he, mm-hmm. he uses oh my on them and kageyama before even getting to know them okay well i don't understand oh my japanese whatever like that wasn't like in the subtitles so it doesn't matter to me well yeah you, know? you can see them react to it like too. the they're, rudeness they're wasn't of, in the subtitles if, it, well, if he, he was rude okay well he then also is like hey we're gonna win we're gonna be the last one standing and then we're gonna he says like he's that's never what, that's what you do he's never played a game before but he's like we're gonna win the first round and then the second round and then we're gonna take the championship and he the just, guy's like you talking, say that like it's easy he's just talking some shit mark there's nothing rude about that well, when people talk shit, I don't assume like, oh, but they really deep down know they're not that good. It's just growth mindset. When people talk like that, it's because they're full of themselves. They're arrogant. I don't think he's full of himself. I think like what he has in common with Kageyama is they both are really, really competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah, that's for sure. But I think I think he knows, though, that he doesn't he's not as polished as like Kageyama. It's like he's so he, he has like a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. And I think he makes up for it by like being yeah. really he he aspires to be as good as he is in his, when he trash talks, you know? He definitely wants his approval as well. He's very upset when he hears that he won't get any anything set to him by Kageyama, which also is upsetting because it means he can't spike anything. But when Kageyama, when they're doing practice for the third time or whatever, and he does go to set a ball for him, Shoyo just looks so happy that he's finally like getting that recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, from kageyama and they do like a very dramatic thing where they show kageyama's like fingertips point up you know because he's about to set the ball uh for him uh it's good and this show does not mind uh stopping and teaching you a little bit about volleyball it doesn't really dwell in it and take a ton of time to show like it doesn't talk about rotating or anything like that or the different types of serves but it will occasionally stop and characters nearby will be like oh they only have to get four more points or whatever Yeah, they sprinkle it in I think the vehicle for that is later they show that there's a teacher who's like an advisor for the club, but he doesn't know anything about volleyball. So I think he's the vehicle for being like, what's going on? Oh, we'll tell you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And in the first episode, they use the scorecard guys as both commentators for what's happening in the match, you know, like the piccolo or whatever of the series to stand by and be like, oh my God, now he's really getting huge or whatever. And they're also, you know, explaining the rules to you. And talking about how close they came in score. Um, or like anyone who's not immediately involved in the fight in Jojo. Right. Becomes the commentator. Right. Mm-hmm. Usually like Koichi say, or Smokey or yeah. Anne maybe. With the the scoreboard at first I had no idea what it meant because it had all the numbers were next to each other and I didn't realize the middle number was the set. So I thought one team was up like 123 to 15 and I was like what? <laughs> how are they ever going to come back from that? But it was like 12 to 15 and the, the set was the middle number. Yeah, it was yellow as well. Um, I didn't understand what those numbers uh, were. I, I needed Mark to explain them to me. Well, I was like, what is happening? I'm very good with colors and numbers. What I lack in sports aptitude, I make up by recognizing shapes and sounds and colors. Not me. So, Miles, you, I have raw athletic ability. Whatever. You saw that <laughs> scorecard and you thought like, oh, this is one of those exaggerated, uh, you know, like superpower sports anime because they scored 200 volleyball points. I was just very confused. What is the scoring like? Is it two points when you uh, when you get when you serve and fucking hits the fucking court and they didn't do anything? I don't know. 
I think it's one. I don't know and anything. You get up to like twenty one or something. I don't know. I have no idea. And is it like ping pong or whatever where you can only win if it was your serve? Or that's that's the only way you can score, right? Is when you serve. No, I think if you drop it on your side, that's a point for the other team. Oh, okay. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Maybe ping pong, where you can only win points when you serve. But uh, listeners, you may have noticed that we don't know anything about volleyball, and we maybe should have watched a video or something, but we didn't do that. So we're learning purely through ancient memories we have and watching this anime. Three episodes of this anime. You could have paid us to watch a basketball anime. Yeah. But you didn't. Miles knows about basketball. Miles could tell us all about basketball. Well, it's like I, I wanted to watch Slam Dunk, but apparently, like, I wanted that to be on our list anyway, not for this week. I wanted to watch Slam Dunk at some point, but everyone says the adaptation's bad. We can still watch it even if it's bad. I don't want to do that. I'm already, like, <sighs> eh, on sports anime. The idea of being like, watch a shitty one is like, ugh. Mm. I want to watch the tennis one. Prince of Tennis? Yeah. Or that's the one that, that say, if it's say said it's just, like, ridiculous, where they're knocking the ball into the fucking ground and shit. Um... Although that might be fun, like the fucking Mahjong anime that Chad recommended a while ago, Legend of Koizumi. I want to watch Mahjong Sounds animes. OD, but, you know, well, we could continue watching Akaki. I really, I want to do that. That does get OD, though, because there's that episode where they're betting with their own blood and they're hooked up to blood machines. That's fine. Instead of how you usually play Mahjong, which is with, like, chips. Like and money. point counters, which they represent money, but not quite the same as literal blood being pumped out of you. Um... So yeah, the first three episodes so far, all we're seeing is just them establishing who they are as characters and then can they be teammates and the senior volleyball uh, team, like the three, the three years, whatever you call them, the, the seniors being like, if you want to join our team, you have to prove that you can work together, the two of you. So it's going to be you two and one of the seniors against, uh, the other team which will be two of the other new kids and miles it didn't say by episode three who's the third on the team with the blonde kid and the long hair kid uh the team captain that's what i figured daichi right that makes sense um yeah so where we ended was the end of episode three where it's the glasses blonde hair kid and the long hair kid who doesn't really say much who's not that tall and they're just being real dicks mainly the glasses kid yeah, they're mean that's like right thing, off the bat. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I didn't like because it seemed like they were being mean for no reason. Yeah. You know, like you guys are going to like the Kageyama, it seemed like a villain the first episode, but like you pretty quickly realize that like they have to get along. Mm-hmm. But these guys are in the same situation. They're going to be on the same team. So it just seemed like another case of like, why is this person being a dick? Yeah. Even Kagayama, right, right in the beginning, like I said, his team is even like, what's his problem? And he's like, hey, fuck you. So you see that he's like kind of an asshole and unreasonable and, you know, probably insecure. But yeah, this kid, he just seems like he he just hates Kagayama. And I was wondering if there's a reason for that, you know, and Kagayama was at some point known as like the king of the court, uh, but he hates that nickname. I'm guessing it's like an ironic name or sarcastic name, like if he's someone who doesn't He's not good at like, or he's just abusive to his teammates, which we kind of see because a king is not very respectful towards their, uh, their kingdom, as you may have, you may have heard. But then it's like, yeah, the fact that the tall blonde kid keeps calling him that I'm like, did he beat him when they were kids or something? Or did he like punch him in the face and forgot about it? Why doesn't he like being called king? That's I'm saying. I don't know. It could just be that it's an ironic name. 
And so it's like mocking him as being a bad leader or as though he's a showboater and acts yeah. like he's, you know, king shit of fuck mountain or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Miles, did you find an answer to that in the two episodes you watched past us? Yes. Do you want me to tell you? Uh, yeah. Spoilers. His team started calling him king because he was being an asshole. It was like meant to be ironic because he was a tyrant. And what ended up happening in the tournament mm-hmm. that you see at the beginning is they get so tired of him that when he sets it to one of them, they just don't go for the Oof. ball. Wow. And just let it drop. Damn. Wow. And then his coach is finally forced to take him out because the rest of the team hates him so much. Wow. That's crazy. And that's why he wasn't recruited by a top high school. He's at this, I guess, mid-tier high school. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, end of spoilers. So he's got the skill, but he's an asshole. Yes. Okay, end of spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> For real, end of spoilers. <laughs> um well that sounds cool it sounds like worth watching um yeah i also really like uh because the animation itself is very detailed and the facial expressions are very detailed i wonder if the comic itself takes its time and has a lot of panels in between plot points to illustrate things and i like the way they animate shivers like when characters get like shocked or scared of something you see like this spikiness these kind of goosebumps run up their characters like edges up through the top of them i thought that was a, a really nice touch um and it felt like a lot of effort so I, i'm that's the kind of thing i feel like has to be in the actual manga and they they wanted to bring to life um i i think the female character the one i think one female character aside from actually the the, the volleyball players we see in montages uh when she comes in we immediately get a close-up on her chest and then ass that, that i laughed so hard when they just it's just her ass it was like face and then like butt from the side like from the from the back like yeah wh- why did we have the chest one angle? i was like oh maybe they're showing us what her sweatshirt has embroidered on it and then her ass it was like nope nothing here it, just it's <laughs> look at her butt it, it was like to me i would expect the next op to have like all the characters and then her butt is like in the middle there somewhere i like I pref- if you're gonna have the fan servicey thing, I would rather you do this where it's like super obvious, rather than like, and then she turn and I don't know like the her body and then her ass is like in the shot at the same time. You know what I mean? Where like you draw yeah, it yeah. so it's like oh it just happened to come into frame. Like no, we like this is what you you want us to all look at it would make sense if know. it was something the boys could see and they but were looking at it but in this case it was just like they're on the opposite side what is this oh yeah that's a good point like because i thought maybe it was like from the boys perspective like they're looking at her and they're like sizing her up but they're not like they don't see that it's just yeah. the camera letting us know that she's hot and she's just <laughs> she's also just like not into it she's like whatever and then oh jackie and i were out loud laughing at when she goes into the gym and the freshmen are like stunned by her. And then Tanaka's in there and he's like, you look beautiful. And then he shivers and goes, I love when she ignores me. The kid Suga comes out and slides the door shut. And his face is just this really creepy thing. Jackie has a picture of it now. Did you put it out on Twitter? No, I'm just showing you, Mark. It's this horrifying, like tiny smile. And his eyes are not like huge in like a happy way. And it just shows him slide the door shut and his face does not change angle. It does not change expression. It's really, really funny. Um, and we'll, we'll put that on Twitter at some point just because it's great. Like we, re- we, we rewinded it uh, to watch it a few times. Uh, so I recommend someone at least watches that. 
in episode two or three. I don't remember. Time blurs together. Um, one detail that to me, you know, in general, this felt like, okay, the person who wrote this has played volleyball. Besides the fact that they seem to understand the game and what it's like, they also, I don't know, why would you write about volleyball if you never played it? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I noticed at one point there's a clock with a cage on it. And like in the gym, there's a clock and then metal bars over it to protect it from being hit with a ball and broken. Mm. And that's something I forgot about because I haven't gone to a gym in eons. And, uh, you know, that could have been something the animation studio did for detail. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought that was a nice touch. And it reminded me how much care um, some of these these animators, these anime production companies really put into their work. So that was cool. Um, I liked the pacing of this i thought episode one moved fast like you said i thought table two is more of a table setter and it made me a little bit impatient you said table two did you mean episode two i i said i uh yes episode two is more of like a table setter right is what i meant to say and like not that much happened but like by the time i got to three i was like okay i want to i want to see what happens Mm -hmm. and i still want to see what happens i think this is the rare show that i will continue watching Sweet. Mm. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought you. two was a little stretched out. And when we were yeah. done watching all three, I was like, uh, I don't feel like enough happened for that to be two different episodes. Uh, but for the most part, I think like it's not wasting my time. I like that it's really character driven, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. For, and for me, sports is mostly going to have to be character driven. By the way, Production IG also did the Evangelion movies with Gainax and the Kill Bill animated sequence, um, the origin of Oren. Um, and they did, I think some of the eye shield, eye shield 21, which is a big, I think football, North American football style, um, manga or anime. Uh, maybe it's rugby. I don't fucking know. But just the thing where boys hit each other. Silly boys. Um, American football. Yeah. It's about an American football team. Would you look at that? Anyway, we've opened a whole a whole treasure trove of anime possibilities talking about sports, something we previously embargoed. We don't have to do it. It's fine. Okay. All right. Good. You heard that, Jackie. Miles doesn't care. Sports we're we're off the hook. Yay. That's right. After this, we're going to watch Milk Money. I shared this podcast with uh, my coworkers. Yeah. One of them was like, one of them noticed the hentai ban and pointed it out to me. And I was like, well... It's, it's an important rule, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that later because you said like after the recording session that you were like, I think this was a fun one. And then I cut it together and just thought about doing the episode as I always do. And then later I thought about how you were going to show this to your coworkers and I left in me talking about lactation hentai. And it was like, <laughs> well, I mean, whatever. Miles wouldn't share this with people if he didn't know that they were going to hear something disgusting. And, you know, they obviously are comfortable enough with you to tell you, uh, hey, I uh, heard you talk about hentai. That or this is a stranger that's just really weird and shouldn't have done that. No, it, it was on our Patreon how we requested people don't request hentai. Oh, was that? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I think that's a that's a fair thing to do, right? You know? To be like, don't send us hentai? Yeah. No one's tried it. Yeah, well, that's kind of true. All right, anyway, is there anything else we can say about Q? It's cute. <sighs> it's cute. Boy. So here's the thing. Okay, maybe this is like a can of worms. But 
Why in this anime is there a diversity of hair colors but not skin colors? It's a interesting question. Yeah, when you see them all put their hands together to be like, yeah, you see like like, there's pale and there's tan. Yeah, that's it. Miles, I think that's a fair question for like any anime though, really, right? Like they're always like sort of white pale. There's a few tan characters. Shit, if you could have like purple hair, why can't you have like purple skin? (laughs) Well, I don't want that. Purple skin to me is just like now watching aliens. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know why shoyo has orange hair other characters that have colors i'm like all right Mm -hmm. i could kind of see how you might you know frosted tips this shit up or whatever but the orange hair i'm like i don't know what this kid's deal is is he the girl from brave is that what this is is he just like is the other part of him not only is he an underdog because he's short but he's a scottish kid living in japan Uh could that be his story um, I don't know. Listeners, send in pictures of Japanese kids with orange hair. In Maybe school. he dyes his hair. Uh, if they consented to the photographs, I mean. Maybe uh, he dyes his hair. Yeah, he probably just dyes his hair or whatever. Um, Miles, I don't have the answer to your question. I don't know if you thought I would, but I do not. Just putting it out in the world. All right. Well, now that you've done because, that, like, everyone's going to change. And I, like, I, I'm guessing Terrace House isn't a good representation, but there, it seems like there is at least a little bit of a diversity of skin colors in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I mean, this is certainly a can of worms in terms of colorism, I think, but that's a thing, like, when you, if you just watch, like, Japanese TV, even live action stuff, you'd get an idea of what people look like, and then you might actually meet Japanese people or see something on the news or a documentary and it's like, oh yeah, there's, a, there's more diversity, and in on average, I think people are darker. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's fair for me to say, but um, I especially noticed this not even also, in Japan, like Korea and China. It's a lot of pale hosts and stuff on TV. On TV, but like same thing in the Philippines, actually. Oh, mm-hmm. really? But like boys that play sports, I think would be because like in, at least in Terrace House, like all the boys who play sports are darker because they're yeah. playing sports outside and you know, like they get tan really easily. So like, yeah, that guy, guy had terrible skin. Uh, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I, I agree with miles. I like, I would expect to see some darker, col- darker skin colors, especially since people are probably out like practicing yeah. and stuff a lot they're anyway. playing dead or alive beach volleyball yeah <laughs> out there hitting balls around and worrying about all the physics um miles uh, i don't this has nothing to do with volleyball necessarily i guess but uh was talking in this vtuber chat that i'm in and uh we're talking about how i don't know if you know this but obviously vtubers are huge in japan there's some stuff in china and america now but uh a japanese company maybe more than one in general, they like to test some stuff in the Southeast Asian market, um, like certain apps or games will have betas there or whatever. And Indonesia has a bunch of virtual YouTubers. Uh, maybe that also has to do with English proficiency. But someone asked, like, why not the Philippines? Someone was like, singing is a huge part of Filipino culture, which I was not aware of. I thought it was just karaoke was a big deal. I don't know if those are the same thing mm. necessarily. A lot of Filipinos are musicians. Like, uh, if you go to, if you go on a lot of like cruise ships, like the entertainment will often be Filipino. Oh, so you do think that singing, performing is like a integral part of the culture there? Yeah, I don't know about integral, but like it's 
something prevalent it's a type of labor that can be exported oh i see interesting a lot of philippines it's like one way for filipinos to get abroad that's Mm. interesting you can be can i say that you can be a nurse or a singer is what i'm hearing yeah one of the two (laughs) okay that's something that that uh, maybe i'll edit out i have no problem saying that to miles don't know how i feel about putting that out there into the general public Um, um but Filipinos do love karaoke, including me. Yes. Uh, I have sang a Tagalog song on a friend's home karaoke machine. That's something that I did. The song was called Ikaw because, of course, it means you, I believe. Um, and by the way, there are VTubers in the Philippines, but it doesn't seem like a very big, well-polished industry. And some of them look kind of jank. But uh, people the thing are... about Indonesia, too, is it's just a much, much... I think, I think it's the... F- fourth most populous country in the world really yeah i think behind china india and the u.s it's indonesia you gotta be fucking kidding me really not the united states or you just say united states not the united states not russia brazil it's indonesia oh yeah they do have some of the most populous cities i believe that's crazy that makes a lot more sense but uh they might do uh you know some vtubers in the philippines we'll find out anyway Thanks for listening, everyone. One last thing I do want to say is that Production IG, I have the Wikipedia page open. They did some kind of OVA in 2017 called African Office Worker, um, also known as Africa Salaryman. It's a comedy manga. It looks like it mostly features animals from Africa, but uh, I didn't expect to see that on this list, but there it was. Please follow us on Twitter. We are at JJBpod. Um, and let us know what you would like us to watch next or look there to see what we will watch next because it's coming and we know what it is already. Have a good week, everyone. Uh, okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs>